the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. I've been reading a lot of history. I've been reading a lot of philosophy. I've been reading a lot of uh, Jesus. I've been, I've been reading a lot. Trying to figure out, how the hell did we get here? Now, I, I know the progressive era. I know the movement of postmodernism. I know history, so I know where we're headed. But what happened? How is it so many people do, just don't care about facts anymore? What is, th- what is that? I believe we have come to the end of the Enlightenment. The Enlightenment was a period in the 1700s that uh, was the, the death of religion and the death of the king. It was the death of people ruling over other people. Because people had an opportunity to read, to think, to pray, to read their Bible, to listen to science. And so they, they said, no more nonsense. No more nonsense. No more, no more people telling me I am your king because God told me I was your king. Well, I can't sense that. I, I can't feel that. I can't taste that. I can't see it, hear it, smell it. I'm not going to buy into that because it's nonsense. And so we put an end to nonsense and we came to common sense. There is something in all of us called common sense. And we're going to base our lives on common sense and the search for truth. Being right isn't the important thing. The actual search for truth is the important thing. And we're not going to take the truth handed down to us from some king, from some priest. We're going to find it ourselves. That was the enlightenment. Fix reason firmly in her seat and question with boldness even the very existence of God. For if there be a God, he must surely rather honest questions over blindfolded fear. Tell me the last time you saw an honest question come out of somebody on TV. Tell me the last time you saw an honest question being uttered by a politician. I mean, when I say honest question, I mean one where the person is actually seeking the truth and it could change their mind. They're willing to ask a question where if the person on the other side has a really great answer, they might say, huh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I've never thought of it that way. I can't respond to that right now. I might have to get back to you. When's the last time you saw that? That's the spirit of the Enlightenment. That is what set America apart. But we have replaced our churches with our parties. With our ideological dogma. 
we have replaced our church and our God with the planet and global warming. Fix reason firmly in her seat. Is global warming happening? Well, it was for a while because I can read a thermometer 0.7 degrees in the last 100 years. So is global warming happening? Well, it was. Yes. Now, no. Will it start again? Maybe. Do I believe in global warming? Let me check the thermometers. It's pretty easy. Do I believe that it's man-made? I don't know. I, my reason tells me that you can't just trash the sky and the water and, the, and the, the forests and the land and everything. Just trash it and everything's going to be great. So, yeah, I think man does affect the planet. Does he does he affect it enough with with CO2, something that trees breathe, something that plants breathe? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. I've seen the science. You can make a case. I think you can make a stronger case the other way. Fourteen trillion dollars to fight it. Does any of it work? No. If you believe in CO2, well then, common sense would say that you need to stop eating all animals. Stop eating farm animals. If you stop eating beef, you will do more to help, quote, the planet than getting rid of all of the cars and everything else combined. It is the biggest factor. So if you fix reason firmly in her seat, I'll have a conversation with somebody who believes in global warming. I'm going to have a hard time if it's your religion. But if you're opened to a rational conversation and you're a vegetarian, a vegan, I'm cool. Okay, at least you're consistent. Now, let's have a discussion. But I will not listen to somebody who has burger breath and telling me that we are we are five years away from not being able to turn things around. You should be going after the the meat industry, not the car industry, if that's what you believe. Let's try this one. If you believe that we have to stop children from picking up sticks and pretending that it's a gun, that we must stop, in fact, you've gone so far to classify finger guns, which all kids have played with forever, that we have to fix our society because we are teaching our kids to be violent with the class two look-alike firearm that is now in the code book as a finger gun you know like you used to as a kid that's a class two look-alike finger gun okay 
all right, you believe that that is so dangerous that our kids are pointing their fingers at one another, that that teaches them to be violent. Well, I'm, I don't believe that, but I am with you if, if you are leading the way in Hollywood to stop all violence in movies. Because certainly, if a kid points his finger with a finger gun, that's training him. Certainly, watching all that violence with big, impressive stars has got to be doing something. And God forbid, Hollywood, let's talk about gamings. Where we can, gaming, our kids can be in virtual reality with a machine gun. They can be a sniper and shooting people in the head. And you don't want to have a conversation about that at all. What are you? Oh, you just what are you? Some Neanderthal? Oh, yeah. Like the games are making it. Do. Wait, the class two lookalike finger gun that does. But games don't. I can't have a conversation with you. I cannot have a conversation with you. This is the problem. There are two Americas, and it is not left and right. It is those who are willing to engage in logical conversation and actual thinking, and those who want to do Common Core. Two plus two equals five, if you can show me how you got there. You want to ban all guns. Let's think this through. We're the only country on earth that has the right to bear arms in the Constitution. So to get all guns taken away, to get ARs, ARs have been around since Vietnam. Why is it that all of a sudden we're having shooting with AR? Why are ARs a problem now? They weren't a problem in the 70s, but they are suddenly now. If you fix reason firmly in her seat, that will tell you something has changed within us, not the gun. However, you want to take away all guns. That will take you possibly a civil war, but it will take you years to get that done. But you want to make sure that we we never have this problem in school again. Okay. Well, then we probably shouldn't start with the guns. We can talk about that as long as we fix reason firmly in our seat. But are you aware that out of all of the mass shootings since 1950, all of them, only two have happened in a place where people can carry guns? 98.9% of all mass shootings in America have happened in a gun-free zone. That should tell you something. How about this one? I don't want my kids living in a prison. Well, I don't want my kids living in a prison either. Well, that's what it'll be if you have armed guards around our schools. A prison? I don't know. I've, I've gone to a football game recently. They, they practically gave me an anal cavity search. It's a football game. 
I didn't feel like I was living in a prison. I go travel at the airport. Mm, That's pretty intense. I don't feel like the airport is a prison. I feel it's nonsense, but I don't feel like it's a prison. I go to mega churches. Mega churches have security everywhere, armed personnel. I don't feel like that's a prison. I go to a concert. They check my wife's bag. I walk through a metal detector. I'm wanted. I don't feel like the concert is a prison. I go to a bank. There's armed guards there, cameras everywhere, alarm systems. I don't feel like I'm in a prison. I feel like I'm in a bank. Why is it we protect everything? We make sure you're wanted for everything. But God forbid we do that to protect our children. Is the stuff in a bank worth more than your child? Is a concert a higher priority to protect than our children in schools everywhere across the country? I'm just trying to just trying to figure out what we're actually trying to accomplish here. Because I don't think I don't think we're actually trying to accomplish anything except win. That's it. We're not actually trying to solve a problem. Both sides just want to be right. That's it. They just want to make sure that we get guns off the street because they're right. No. No, I don't think that's been decided except for you in your mass. In your in your church service, wherever you hold that strange. I hate the Second Amendment church service, wherever you hold that ceremony. That's what you've decided. Now, I don't know if we can pull you out of your church long enough to fix reason firmly in her seat. But the problem with our country is that we have officially, officially unpegged ourselves from the first principle of making this system, this grand American experiment that man can rule himself. We have unpegged, we have drawn up the anchor, and we have pulled out of the port of reason. It is the enlightenment that gave this experience, this experiment breath. It gave it life. Man cannot, cannot rule himself without reason. We're better than this. We know these things to be self-evident. We have just put on jerseys. I will tell you what I've told the NRA since the day I joined them. I don't join clubs. I don't join groups. The only two groups that I think I belong to, my church, and I question all the time. I'm in trouble all the time because I question all the time. Good. Same with the NRA. The minute they would violate and start to become a political source that was betraying the Second Amendment in any way, I'm done with it. That's the the only reason. I don't join for the discounts. 
I joined the NRA because they stand to protect the Second Amendment. And they do it with reason. The problem is our society has unpegged from reason. I urge you today, fix reason firmly in her seat and question with boldness. Question to the point to where you're open to changing your mind. Ask honest questions. Because that's the only way we're going to save our children. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.